Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. We hear a lot about resilience and, and particularly with resilience in the workplace. And joining me now to talk about this is Ray Goggins. Ray served in the Irish Army for 26 years, including 17 years in the Army Ranger Wing as a Special Forces Operator. And he's probably best known uh, by people now as the Chief Instructor on RTE's Special Forces Ultimate Hell Week. And um, he joins me now, Ray, you obviously have a lot of resilience <laughs> for the roles that you have had in your hey, good career. Good morning, Fiona. <laughs> good morning, good morning. Ray, just... Uh, yeah, I, I have. Uh, yeah, go on. No, I'm just going to have uh, probably the most is for coaching the under-15 soccer team, but there you go. You need it in all kinds. Well, I was up at the street leagues um, on Saturday in Bishopstown and definitely hands up to all the, the coaches who are doing uh, tremendous work with, with the underage teams. Is uh, You need a lot of resilience, all right. <laughs> yeah, for sure, yeah, for and, sure. Uh, Ray, just with regards to resilience, is it something that's in us naturally or is it something that we learn and acquire over time? Yeah, it's actually both, Fiona. So, like, we all have different levels of, of resilience, uh, I think, you know, depending on who we are, you know, like upbringing, you know, how you view life. And that's what resilience is. It's your attitude towards what you do, hmm. like that understanding that, you know, things will change. All it is, all resilience is your ability to adapt to change and adapt to things going wrong, basically, and, and how you react to it. That's what resilience is, really, to me, you know. So if we don't have that naturally in us or it's not something that we grew up with, like how do we how do we acquire it yep. then? Yeah, you, you can build it. You can build it, of course. Again, I, I mentioned it's about your attitude and, and how you kind of see stuff. So obviously life experience is a big thing. Like, there's, you know, there's nothing like a hard lesson to teach you not to do that again. Yeah, you know, true. like that's a big one. So that's probably the main way we, we get more kind of resilient. You know, we learn a lesson. Okay. I won't make that mistake or I'll be more positive the next time or, or I'll do this or do that. Like the other way you, you kind of pick up your resilience is by kind of training like courses, education where you learn lessons from other people or you learn in that kind of format. Um, and the, kind of the third way is our personality. Like we all have different amount or different amounts of resilience. So some people are more physically resilient. Some people are more mentally or emotionally resilient. So it, it depends on your own ability. But the good news is you can train it. Like you can improve your resilience by, you know, maybe like, you know, if you've something that you're kind of worried about or a challenge, you can do little bits of it and kind of almost inoculate yourself to the full exposure of it, which helps you to deal with it then and get through it. Mm. So that's kind of another way. And the most important thing for me that gets all of us good 
for resilience. Like people talk about motivation and all this kind of stuff. Like to me, that doesn't really work. For me, what keeps you resilient is discipline. Like, you know, be, having positive habits, dealing with things on a daily basis. So if you have a good routine, if you do stuff well enough, like it means you don't have to have those days where you're always in good form. What about the days when you're in bad form? In those days, your discipline and your habits will kind of keep you going. And, and that's kind of what I've kind of fell back on all my career in the military and beyond it. Ray, when we're choosing a job or if we've been offered a job and we're not sure about it, like, do we need to be looking at our our levels of resilience, of resilience and be uh, truthful to ourselves and, and look at the job and the amount of pressure that it um, brings yeah. and look at the way we're able to deal with that? Is that very important for us? Of course. Like, if you're a certain type of mindset, if, you know, if you're if you're someone who doesn't deal with, like, you know, crowds are, t- are talking to people then mm. don't become a public speaker for example okay you can work on it but, yeah. but definitely like your attitude towards it and like if you manage your expectation of what you're doing so like don't get me get me wrong we all need to challenge ourselves and aim high but if you're going into a kind of an environment where you could be under pressure and require that resilience then manage your expectations of first of all who you are and what you can bring you mm. like how good you are at something and more importantly how bad you're at something like you have to be honest about it and it doesn't mean it's the end of it and you never do that again it means you can actually train on it and as I mentioned earlier take little bites of it you know expose yourself in little bits to it and you'll actually get better and better and better at it Sometimes if people do decide that they want to go for a promotion or they want to change jobs, they may be maybe unhappy in the current situation that they're in. And I think when you're in that kind of a situation, it can drag us down and it's very difficult to change that mindset, isn't it? So how do we become more positive then? Um, and, and how do we change that negative attitude into a positive attitude? Does resilience play a key factor in that? Yeah, it, it definitely helps. Like your ability to understand that, you know, look, things aren't going to be perfect. Things will go wrong. OK, I'm not going to get 100 percent. OK, but I get as close to it as I can. Even having that attitude before you start on a challenge or some adventure will do that for you. And like to remain in that mindset, you know, like our brains are mad. Our brains will kind of just want to keep us safe only. All they look at is survival. And anything else that happens outside that, your brain sees as either a risk or danger. And it, it'll shut you down. Even you're saying there, like a promotion, a new job or whatever, like that brings its own kind of stresses as well. So mm. w- what I kind of do for anything like that, you can keep it very simple. Like, so, you know, you have that control. So like, don't worry about stuff that you can't control in that environment. So only stuff you can control. So if you can affect something yourself, um, you know, personally, or you can get someone to help you do something, then do that. So that's what happens with us. When we can control things then and affect stuff, it puts us in a better place and it brings that positive attitude. Like we tend to worry, you know, about stuff we can't affect. And mm. people would worry and worry and worry about things they can never like affect. And that that's what cuts the legs off you. And that's what stops you being, you know, resilient or effective. Mm. As well, you can focus on the task. Like if you focus on small tasks, and break it down to like a present moment attitude of just fixing immediately what you need to fix or do what you need to do and then move on to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Because what happens with all of us in these kind of challenges, we look at the whole picture and sure, like, of course, you'd be in a heat then. You'd be mm. anxious, you're nervous. Everything goes away from you. Your power and strength goes. So that's what I would suggest that like just break it down to simple, basic tasks and that'll keep you going. When we're looking at ourselves, and we mentioned there about being truthful to ourselves and our own um, abilities and our own levels of resilience, like a lot of the time people can be their worst critic. Um, but is that a bad thing? Like, should we be able to look at ourselves and, and be able to criticize ourselves in order to improve? 
Yeah, of course, you have to be aware. So you have to be aware of your strengths and weaknesses and accept them for what they are. Now, does that mean you just leave them at that? It doesn't. Uh, and does that also mean you have to knock yourself out and give yourself a kick in the arse all the time? You mm. don't. So like h- how you kind of talk to yourself is the most important relationship you'll have in your life, because no matter what you do in your life, you know, whether you have a partner, family, friends, whatever, like the person you're always with is yourself. So mm. how you communicate internally to yourself is very important. So your self-talk to yourself, even if you're giving out yourself a little bit or trying to fix something, it has to be positive because, you know, if, if you're talking to yourself in a negative manner, if you're telling yourself you're never good enough, I'm never going to, I'm never going to do anything right, that's exactly what will happen because you, your conscious and subconscious mind, that's, what, that's how it works. Like If you keep telling yourself you're rubbish, that's the way you'll be. If you give yourself, again, I mentioned earlier about managing your expectations of what you want to do. Mm. If you are getting things wrong, like break it down as to why you know don't just leave it there okay why did this go wrong write it down and figure that out then and then work on those things like again pick out smaller parts of it and work on it and then you will improve your resilience will improve and you know those those challenges that you maybe you might have been that good at it, it will make a positive effect but like your your ability to start with an i can attitude for yourself is is an absolute massive difference in being either i'd say effective i won't necessarily say successful being effective or not and uh, Ray, somebody has just messaged us in here to say, can you ask why are some people so cool, calm and collected and others aren't? Yeah, it, it, it depends. Like I tell you, we're, we're all cut from different cloth, but like, you know, it's usually when it comes to pressure environments or even a bit of chaos that people lose the plot Be- because of that reason. They start worrying about stuff they can't control. Oh, what if this happens? What if that happens? And then their mind goes on a spiral of negativity and it's very hard to get yourself back out of that. Hmm. So what I do is, you know, like, am I a composed, a natural composed and calm person? I, I have certain elements of it, but I work on it all the time. And if you can remain calm in a pressurized environment, it's actually a superpower. And I always say this because what happens to all of us when things start going downhill and, you know, we're trying to control everybody's behavior and you're trying to control your team in the office and you're trying to control this and control that. It's impossible to do that. Sometimes all you can do is control yourself. Mm. And if you can do that and get calm and get yourself focused and, you know, as I mentioned there, break it down to small things, concentrate on something immediate and try and affect that positively, then that puts you in a better position moving forward. And another thing as well for all of us, it's not the event that happens in front of you. It's your reaction to it is what causes the stress. So if you can remember that, like, you know, and panicking and losing the will, like that isn't going to do any good for you. You know, in my experience and what I've done in my past, that gets people killed. So you learn very quickly to calm down and stay composed. So and some people yeah. are naturally very calm anyway, but some people are really good at hiding their, their panic, aren't they? Some people can come across as being cool, calm and collected, but inside they're oh, just ab- complete turmoil. Listen, absolutely. Abso- I've been in situations in my career where, like, you know, the hamster was going flat out on yeah. the treadmill in my head, but everybody around me didn't get that. So, like... E- there's a great saying, you know, even if the heart feels it, don't let the mind feel it. So stay focused, stay positive, you know, keep yourself calm. Like breathing techniques are so effective for keeping yourself composed and, you know, in, in a positive kind of uh, mindset. And it means then you, you can control yourself a little bit. Mm. And sometimes all you need is one or two percent to keep you the right side of the good line. You know, like, again, it doesn't mean you have to get everything right or be perfect at everything. But the stuff you focus on, you focus on it with absolute laser focus, no distractions. And you you do that. And then that helps you to stay calm. You know, that's what worked for me. 
and you know we've seen you Ray in action on RTE Special Forces Ultimate Hell Week um, and you've demonstrated strong leadership skills so if somebody um, you know as we were talking about there about going for promo- a promotion or if they already have their, their dream job and they have a whole team underneath them like how like what kind of skills do we need to become a great leader? Yeah, well, look, I tell you, I found joining the army was the best way to deal with that, Fiona, and spending 26 years doing stuff. But anyway, I'm joking, of course. Uh, like, I suppose the most important thing, like, look, there's loads of different um, different kind of abilities and leadership. And what happens with all of us, we all try and become like Barack Obama or whoever, mm. you know, we model ourselves and try and take all these things off these people. Like, okay, that that works for some people, but not for all of us. So what I would suggest to people is to be a good leader, you have to figure out who you are first, figure out your strengths and more importantly, your weaknesses, mm. like, you know, and, and work on those. Like there's kind of a couple of simple techniques and there's a couple of simple things you need as a leader. Like for me, I remember the military manual stated you'd 42, there's 42 qualities of being a leader. Uh, like who has all those so I kind of have it dumbed down to simple stuff so for me the the big things about being a leader simply are you know what you say and what you do have to be aligned you can't be like you know sitting down on having a coffee while you're killing your team like Mm. you have to get stuck in so that integrity is incredibly important as a leader so your message has to be clear your values have to be clear and you have to follow it through all the time every day simple things you're always a leader you're a leader in the pub you're a leader in the office you're a leader all the time that's the way you have to do it um for, on top of that then you have communications you know talking to people is important listening to them is important you know understanding you're not always the, the big voice you know and i mentioned composure and resilience already um but the last kind of thing i leave you with with the leadership thing is that that empathy which people forget people think being a leader and especially in the army is roaring and shouting at people and all oh, do this do that and do the other mm. like what you see in hell week is what what we're doing is a testing phase of what we would do with 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 students and a course but like when you go into special forces then in a team, yeah, there is a time you have to be that dictator and you give people their opinion. But when you have the opportunity to canvas and listen to your team and value them by, you know, accepting what they say and bring it into your plan, then then you're being a good leader straight away. Like what a leader does, you don't have to do everything. You unite the people to get the job done. That's your job as a leader. So if you can do that, however you do it, that's that's important. Ray, it's a fascinating subject and it's one that you will be addressing at an event at the Republic of Work here on the South Mall in Cork City. It's called Resilience with Ray Goggins and it's on October 19th. And if anybody wants to go to that, they can, um, is it they register with eventbrite.ie? Yeah, I think they're, uh, that's the way to go, Fiona. Yeah. Yeah. There, I'm also, I'm in the Opera House on Sunday night as well, would you believe? Oh, are you? Rory, o- <laughs> Rory O'Connor has a show going there, so he's playing the Opera House this Sunday night, uh, so I'm a special guest. Now, hopefully it'll be a bit more crack. I won't be talking about leadership skills and resilience. <laughs> y- you'll, you'll get a few giggles and a bit of crack out of me setting Rory, hopefully. Fabulous. We'll look forward to it. Thanks so much, for Ray, for joining us on the Opinion Line this morning. That is Ray Goggin. And as I said, he will be in the Republic of Work in October talking about resilience. Quartz 96 FM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.